Ah, Welcome to our podcast, it's the latest thing you know We're talking into mics just like on the radio But we can talk about buttholes and boobies and everything more Dicks and cunts and smoking blunts will come up for sure Rap time, motherfucking dick sucking pussy loving time Say some more shit just to make it all rhyme No, just start a fucking show Welcome to Beard in the Semi. I'm David. He's Andrew. Hi. How you doing, Andrew? I'm I'm coping. How are you? It's one in the morning for you. It is. How was your homework? So, listening to the cover bands, you're going to have to remind me what ones, because I've genuinely forgotten. That means you didn't listen. No, <laughs> I did. Once. Once. So, I gave you uh, the, the Justin, Justin Bieber, Bieber song. song. The... Do you listen to the original and the yes. cover, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you had to listen to Justin Bieber. Yeah. So with that song, I I listened to them. Yeah. What is it? Go like go love yourself or something is the name. You should go and love yourself. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's one of those songs. I preferred the cover, but I yeah. genuinely just don't like the song. But do you not like the song because you know it's Justin Bieber? Maybe. Like potentially. Because I have this thing, so Rihanna's song Umbrella, I think it is, mm. I've heard Biffy Clyro do it and Taylor Swift do it. Now, I like both Biffy Clyro and Taylor Swift, so I will listen to their version and I'm like, I still don't like the song. That means it's a shit song. It's that sort of thing with this song, I find. I just don't like the song. So while I prefer the version yeah, that you gave me, but yeah, I just don't care for Similarly with Danielle, whatever her name is. Yeah, you know, like, I like her version. I like the original version, but I just can't get with the song for me to actually have a great opinion of it. You know, like, musically, they're both great, but lyrically, I just can't get behind it to listen to it. I think that's the difference between me and you when, when we're listening to music. To some degree, I listen to lyrics and stuff, but I'm not that invested in what they're saying. Yeah. Just how good it sounds to me. Yeah. So there are times where I can listen to quote unquote trash music, but that's because I'm not like listening to you're not any actually, of the words yeah. that they are saying. Yeah, the lyrics are so, meaningless. Yeah. But that doesn't mean I don't appreciate a song that is, you know, masterful. I just I'm not like not listening to necessarily what they're saying in a yeah. way like that makes me give a fuck. <laughs> For sure. And what was the last one you gave me was the Pink Floyd Wish. Uh, Ninja here. Sex Party. Yeah, I, I did quite like that it's not, they're not trying to do something funky with it. They're just like, we really like this song. We just want to do it. So, so how were yours? Uh, three songs you gave me were Sexual Healing by the Hot 8 Brass Band. I really liked it. Like, it takes them a while before they get to the actual singing. Yeah. So I was thinking in my head, it would be good if someone cut the instrumental out of that and put Marvin Gaye's voice on it just to see what it would sound like because I think it would still sound really good yeah but maybe even better because you've got the vibe of the music that they're playing it because I think it sounds really nice mm. with all the, the instruments but 
then have Marvin Gaye's voice on it. Yeah, I'd quite like to hear that too, actually. The next one you said was Hey Ya by Odin Parker. His name's Obadiah Parker. Oh, is it? One. Shit, I've been getting that wrong for like 13 years then. I had already heard it. Oh, okay. To cool. be honest with you. His one's okay, but I, like I said on the podcast, I, I much prefer the Blanks version okay. uh, from Scrubs. Yeah, yeah. The... I think it's because he his one is too somber. Yeah. Right? The instant after I finished the Obadiah one, I was like, nope, just <laughs> yeah. the Blanks one again. Yeah. And I just went on to the yeah. Blanks one. Yeah. The thing is, the, that version was inspired by his version. Awesome. So I wouldn't get the Blanks one without him doing it first so i'm thankful for him yeah i i mean i really liked it it's yeah. it's made me appreciate the original so much more but did you appreciate the original before because uh, again that's one where the lyrics are not exactly no but like lyrics. um i probably listened to the original intentionally maybe like two three times before mm. the original came out in what 2003 something like that I think 2004, 2005. Okay, so, so it's probably like five, six okay. years after, maybe even as much as seven years after, that I heard the Odin Parker version. So it's not like I listened to the original so much. Like, this was the version that reintroduced yeah. me to the, to the original. I mean, I love the original. I, I think KR is going to be a record that, is remembered through time. Oh yeah, I yeah I agree. It's, I think it's, it's such a happy, easy song. Yeah, but it's also well constructed. It's not like a jingle like so many pop songs are. I think yeah, you're right. I think it's just one of those tracks that it's like it's just gonna transcend time. It's, like you said, you listen to the covers of mine. Yeah, and you you thought they were okay, but that didn't make you appreciate yeah the originals. Yeah, for sure. So that just shows you you just needed your mind opened. Yeah, and, I guess I kind of cheated with that Hey Ya one because you already like the original. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's fine. Because your next one was was Get Free by Newton Faulkner. I hated both versions. Oh, is it? Damn. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I'm not the biggest Major Lazer fan. I'm not even a fan, really. But I don't mind some of his music. But that song I couldn't couldn't get into. And I listened to Newton Faulkner's version first. Because you said you listened to his version first. And that got you yeah. into the track. Yeah. I hated it. And then... I couldn't even finish it. Is it? That track. I hated it so much. Oh, wow. Like, when he starts going, like, really fast. Yeah. Ah, like, I think it's like, I I think I got, like, a minute and a half in. And I was just like, nope, this is not for me. I tried the Major Lazer version. I didn't even get, I think, a minute in. Because it was like, nah. It's just going to be the same kind of song with a different person singing it. And like, wow. See, I thought it would be the opposite. I thought that would be the one that you like the most. Why? Actually, I don't know why I thought that. But I thought that would be the one you like the most. Because, like, it's chaotic. I don't like it. Like, in my head, it's the song that I would hate the most. But for some reason, I just fucking love it. I'm sorry you had to listen to Justin Bieber and I couldn't even finish a Newton Fortner song. <laughs> like, to be honest, like, the Justin, Justin Bieber's not hard. If you are busy, if you're busy, like, working and you've got it in your <laughs> ear, 
You're like, it's basically just like a fly buzzing round. You're like, fuck it, whatever. I'll put up with it for a moment, and then it's done. Yeah. That's what he he was like, so... So, Andrew, let's get on to our beard fact of the day. Beards. Short, long, thick and strong. Beards. Bushy, patchy, little moustachey. Beards. Soft, smooth, make up for men. Beards. Let's hear some facts again. Apparently, according to Dixon and Vasey, or Vasey, the beards increase three things. Your age, your social sh- uh, your <coughs> social status, and aggressiveness. Women found that men with beards uh, tend to look older and appear to be of a higher so- social status. Uh, in the same study, men with beards had a more aggressive appearance when they were angry versus an angry, clean-shaven man. So an angry, clean-shaven man looks like an angry baby <laughs> and no one takes angry yeah. babies seriously. Yeah, I, so, I agree with that. Yeah. I think age age is definitely a thing. But now, yeah. okay, so especially for me over here in Wellington, I get ID'd all the time. Because everyone has a beard, so it's too Because it's like, yeah, it's like hipster capital of the world here. So beards no longer mean age. But in the rest of the world, I can see it. Nah, that's because, I mean, this study's from 2012. Hipsters, that was kind of like when hipsters started to come, you know? I mean, I think the reason why you have to get ID'd now, even if you have a beard, is because it it no longer necessarily means it. D- yeah, it doesn't you dictate older. your age. Although, like in it all fairness, to. it never should have. Because no. you have a beard doesn't mean you are of a certain age. There's people who are in secondary school when I was growing up that had full beards, and they were in like year eight. Next topic, sir, is our hot topic of the day and a very sad topic. I'll remember where I was when I found this news out. I sat in the toilet, you know, had my phone, as you do. Mm-hmm. And Browse the news. Just went on Facebook, you know, because i got nothing better to do in my life. And I keep seeing R.I.P. Stan Lee, and I'm like, oh, no, fuck. And then I just keep seeing it and seeing it and seeing it, and I see more and more confirmations. Because, you know, when you see someone's dead at first, in this day and age, you just you don't think believe. it's a hoax, I'm pretty isn't sure it? I've seen that he like died. Like, Morgan Freeman's died, and you're like, mm, yeah. no, he ain't. I always check. Yeah. But with this one, I just kept seeing it and seeing it. And it weren't the kind of people that it was people posting it. Yeah. Right? And it weren't the kind of people that I think would just post it. Regardless. Really like, they knew something for them to post and it. And we, yeah. And we, we've all kind of suspected he'd be next. I mean, it's 2018, the last year was the year of death, yeah. if I remember correctly. And he managed to survive almost an extra year Yeah, when we look at it. I mean, he was like, what, 95? Everyone. He was ready to be a part of that crew. 95 and still working, to be clear, yeah. as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, He wasn't... He was on movies, he was creating comics still, he was... Writing stories, he was approving, stories. disapproving shit. He was... He was still active. Making appearances. Like, to be that age and still do that is a fucking testament to the kind of man he was. I'm not usually fucked by, like, people's deaths. I'm like, yeah, they died. People died, you know. Shit happens. But to see that, it's not like it brought tears to my eyes or something, but to see that Stan Lee had died was quite a sad moment. Yeah. And it's weird because you you think of certain people that aren't necessarily comic book nerds, but you see, when they find out that Stan Lee's dead, they're like, oh, shit, Stan Lee's... Because he's been a part of our lives. Yeah, oh, for sure. So 
long? Since like the fifties, um, I think his his popularity came from Marvel comics and in like the the late sixties, seventies. But he'd been doing it for years before. Like he inspired things you don't even know that was inspired by him. If there's one thing that you should like the Marvel movies for Andrew, it's the fact that the younger generation got to know who Stanley was. Yeah, for sure. Because one thing that someone uh, like, who hates him like you do can yeah. take away is Stanley. Yeah, I mean he's in every single comic book iteration that we've ever seen, except for X Men. I feel like he no, he's he's in the first X Men film. He's not in the second. I think he's in the or third. I think he's in he? first class. I feel like the only one he's not in is X-Men 2. But he's, yeah. he's definitely in the first X-Men film. Let me put this out there. His last cameo was in Venom. So, thankfully, yeah. <laughs> Captain Marvel and Avengers 4 will, I'm sure, have Stanley cameos. Because they're basically done filming. So, yeah. I'm sure he'll be in Yeah, there. he's probably in the next eight Marvel. Not, not necessarily Marvel produced but any marvel character be it x-men deadpool whatever he's gonna be in like the next eight movies oh god i hope he's not in that that's gonna bomb i know it's gonna bomb oh of course it is but fucking apocalypse bombed they couldn't do apocalypse correct how are you gonna do dark Phoenix? no but I'll i'll give them this they did apocalypse better than it looked that it would be if that makes sense apocalypse looked like it would be so much worse than it was stop sucking brian singer's dick and just admit a fucking film is shit when it's shit it's it's the second worst x-men film i know that i have maybe defended x-men movies (laughs) in the past but that was for devil's advocate and not for this okay i'm being honest now and that film is dog shit so guys as a tribute to stanley well not really a tribute we're just you know we're sad that he's gone i think we went off on a tangent there yeah don't know how andrew's gonna edit that out but you know we're we're sad to see him go and and there are characters that i mean i grew up with that i love um that he created and we're just gonna go through our sort of top five uh stanley characters so i think i think you should go first so I think appropriately based on the recent Netflix release, Daredevil being one of my favourites. I love Daredevil because he's one of those that I think he's a superhero that even if you unmasked him, you still wouldn't believe it's him. You know what I mean? Like he's a blind guy beating the shit out of like ninjas and shit through his entire life, you're like you're never gonna believe it's him, but his stories were so good, and his relationship with the church just contradicted everything he did and everything that he was. I just thought it brought so many great storylines that you would never get otherwise. That I just thought, I mean, to me, he's one of the greatest, not only comic book characters, but comic book inventions. He's he's like the first disabled superhero you didn't you never had any disabled superheroes but not only was he a disabled superhero he was fucking epic like he's like the best fighter ever like he knows everything yeah yeah he's just he's such a great character that he doesn't have that standard 
backstory. I just think he's such a. I'm gonna have to check that out, man, because that's that's too much now. Cool. So is Daredevil number five or number one? Daredevil's number one because my my actual number one comic book character wasn't created by or my Marvel comic book character wasn't created by Stan Lee, but created by Stan Lee, Daredevil would be my number one. For sure. All right. My second favorite is Magneto, or Magnus, as I think he's originally created at. Just because I think he's not a bad guy. He's the he's antagonist. He's a bad guy. He's just kind of held down by Charles to not be such a bad guy. No, he but I mean, a like, bad guy. <laughs> like, yeah, he's yeah, he is. But but his actual point of view isn't that bad. Or his... What? Survival of the fittest? Anyone who is not strong enough should die. No, 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 no. That's fucking Apocalypse. Magneto is slightly different. Because Magneto is a mutant Jew that grew up through the Second World War. So he's already been hated and oppressed. And he's like, I don't ever want to feel that again. I don't want people to feel that based on being a certain way. I don't want them to feel oppressed. So he epitomizes every minority right there, right then. He's like, anyone that is hated for not being what someone else is, that's wrong. The reason he is so good is because he's not just trying to take over the world. He's He's not just a bad guy. He's got... His reasoning is identifiable to so many people. And I think there is no other villain in the comic book world that has his reasoning. Number three. Spider-Man. Spider-Man, Spider-Man is the face of Marvel, I, like, I think. I mean, he's iconically Stanley's greatest creation and for good reason yeah. like, he's he's such a great character he's both uh, serious and fun at the same time I, to me you can't beat that he is what Marvel Comics is he just epitomizes Stanley and everything that he stood for and created my fourth greatest Stanley creation Ah, oh, now we're getting low. This is difficult. He's got so many characters. Man. He does, but the films obscure it so much because yeah. Say before the films. Yeah, to be honest, my 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 favorite ones come more from like the animations when I grew up. Yeah, I think than the movies themselves. But yeah, yeah, see, like I used to love Captain America until the films came out. Uh, actually, Thor is one that I have only enjoyed since the films came out. He's like the only reverse four? for me. Yeah, my number four is Thor, and it's purely because of the movies. In the comic books, I hated him, but he's one of those characters. always speaking in ye oldie tongue. Yeah, basically. It doesn't make sense. Why would, like, you, you constantly watch the world. Why do you not know that language has evolved? But I think um, I think the films are, are great. So that is that is my number my number four. Number five, Beast. Who doesn't love the fucking Beast? He is a fucking genius Beast. 
He's basically an ape with human brains. That is fucking epic. Like, he can write with his feet. I don't think we evolved from monkeys. I think monkeys saw what we were doing, decided to go a different way, and evolved better than we did. That's what I think. That's basically what Beast is. He's he's a cross between the best part of being an ape and the best part of being a human. Made it one. (laughs) Fucking genius. Alright, so for... My top five, I'm going to do it from five down, because I'm not a weirdo. Who <laughs> starts the top with their first one? So, for my first one, I'm going to go Galactus. Now, reason being for Galactus, every time Galactus came about, shit was going down, basically. Like, is end of days. And they always had to try and find a way to subdue him, or like, just go, hey, maybe not this, this planet. Maybe go for, for that planet. Instead, you know, they, and they would, you know, they would prevent Earth from getting destroyed, but they would try and get him to go somewhere else. And it's like, all you're doing really is getting him to eat other human, like other sentient life forms, right? In a way, which I found that. Yeah, 100%. It's like, interesting. Leave us. You know? Go somewhere else. Be someone else's and problem. I, I just think he's, he's a character that's just ridiculously strong. And it's a shame that they have never been able to do him live action proper obviously the way he looks doesn't translate very well onto to like the big screen in live action i just remember mostly from like animations and stuff whenever he came about was like oh shit it's galactus you know people struggled to to fight galactus people of serious fucking strength couldn't lay a finger on galactus and i always quite liked that and my fourth favorite character is I'm gonna say is Professor X. I like Professor X not because of his goodness, but because of his evil. (laughs) I think he is an interesting character because you never really know what he's done. Yeah. He's presented as this like altruistic man who sacrifices himself, but then half the time he's not really dead. He's just made you think he died so that he can live his life. Yeah, you know? he has like mind sex with Jean Grey all the time. Like yeah. they he basically cockholds fucking Cyclops all the time in Jean Grey's mind. Like, it's kinda creepy the relationship so, that they have. I think he is like actually a pretty dark character that has never really been done right, in my opinion. In any of the movies, uh, even in the TV show, the animated show, the comic books make him... He's kind of evil when you think about it. Like, he sent teens to their death and then covered it up. Yeah, 100%. Like, like he is kind of a sick, depraved man. And I love it. I love how he can kind of get away with it because of his powers. I think his powers are underrated. They to are. Say the least. Yeah. And... You know, I think the reason why Magneto is such a threat to him isn't anything to do with his ideals. It's that Magneto kind of knows that that's him. Because when you think about it, Magneto wouldn't listen to someone like Charles Xavier unless 
he had a reason to. And the reason is he knows that Charles is kind of on the same boat as him, but he's just trying to be good. Mate, that's such a cracking idea. I like it. Third is Uncle Ben, because without Uncle Ben, I wouldn't have to keep fucking hearing with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> Fuck you, Uncle Ben. I'm tired of hearing that shit, okay? You're not really third. It's Spider-Man, just like with Andrew. Spider-Man is third because while he is an iconic character and I grew up with him, maybe we're all a little spider fatigued because it feels like since Spider-Man came out, it's been Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Spider-Man. There's 60s cartoons, there's the 90s cartoons, there's the multitude of other cartoons that have come out. There's the three remakes of Spider-Man. So it's quite hard to to still love Spider-Man with the same vigor as before, but you can't help it. His villains are some of the, the better villains uh, in the Marvel Universe in terms of just what they can do. You know, his villains seem a little bit more varied. They always seem like they can do something a little bit differently that can fuck with him in a kind of different way. But he always kind of prevails. And his villains tend to be pretty intelligent. Some of them not so much. But a lot of his bigger villains, the ones that he struggles with, like Norman Osborn and even Harry Osborn to some degree. And Reptile and Kingpin, Dr. Octopus. They are all highly intelligent people that know ways of, of beating him. So it's it's interesting the dilemma of him never revealing his identity has been played with a lot as well. I remember growing up watching it. He never revealed it. And I appreciate that. Nowadays, it seems like you always got to reveal who you are. And that kind of bugs me. Mm. But even, even in this universe, he's not revealed who he is except for other superheroes. Which he still doesn't really do in the comic books. But anyway, Spider-Man's my favourite. Uh, I like how they've played with his secret identity throughout yeah. the years and how he's perpetually a teenage boy. Okay, number two is the Hulk. Really? I love the Hulk. To be honest, I kind of should have made him number one. I already regret making him number two. But no, I think number Hulk. one, number two is too high. I can't stand the Hulk. Hulk's my favourite. Hulk is honestly one of my favourite characters in all time because... I like the juxtaposition of Bruce Banner and the Hulk. I love it. And I love it when they can combine and join forces. Um, I love the storylines between them. I love the different versions of the Hulk. I like the idea that his psyche is what's creating it. But then you never really know. I love the different ways that they've been able to adapt the Hulk. I think the problem with the Hulk in a lot of people's minds is that he's just this rampaging monster and he's not you know it's it's a lot more complex than that maybe stan lee's version to be fair wasn't i don't know but the hulk that i grew up with is is definitely intelligent and can do a lot of things so i quite like the hulk he's one of my favorite characters and it, i i get sad that he'll never have an actual movie to be honest like i've said this before one of my favorite comic book movies is the incredible hulk the marvel created one it's one of my favorite and i think it's an underrated film it's action it's fun it's chaos and it's just like ah. but then he's also got comic books where he's like this hyper intelligent 
Hulk, who's this super beast as well, and it's just awesome, and I love it, and I love there's comic books where, like, Bruce Banner's literally losing his mind, and, like, comic books where he's just, he just wants to die, you know, and I think they're really deep, and they're really smart, and they're really intelligent comic books, and I think people focus on the fact that the Hulk is dumb, and therefore the Hulk is stupid, and then, like, it's not true, so... The Hulk is number two. And number one? To be honest, guys, Hulk is number one. Number two is going to be here. I just I just want to talk about the Hulk. love the Hulk. Yeah. And my number two is Daredevil. A lot of reasons that you said, one of the, the bigger reasons I think Daredevil and the Hulk are on that list is the first comic book that I started reading as a child was Daredevil and the Hulk companion comic. And I think that's why I kind of like really fell in love with both the characters. Like I just found it odd that they were friends for one. Yeah, it doesn't make um, any sense whatsoever, but it works. But I, it kind of does because Matt Murdock kind of understands... Because, you know, especially growing up with that power that he has, he doesn't, he didn't know how to control it at first. And he also, you know, the big thing of Matt Murdock is he's got the devil inside him and he can't control that rage. So he gets Bruce Banner and the Hulk pretty well. Yeah. You know? So yeah, those are my top five. Stanley's probably created some of my most favorite characters in time yeah he he created the world even that they lived in like he created spider-man for example he didn't create half the villains that are in spider-man but if it wasn't for spider-man those villains wouldn't exist the the best example i guess is kingpin kingpin or wilson fisk in Daredevil is one of the best villains in TV right now. That character did not exist until Stan Lee created Spider-Man. Undeniably one of the greatest talents in the last century. The funniest thing I think is though, when Stan Lee was a young man in his 20s or whatever doing comic, he was embarrassed, embarrassed to be a comic book writer. Like, he and now was, it's one of the like most famed positions yeah. you can have in this sort of yeah. pop culture day and age, which again he created. Yeah, he did. He created, you know, this this thing where you can be into nerdy stuff and it's okay. Yeah, you know, um, it took a long time, but he made it so acceptable that to the point now that even though there are people who wouldn't consider themselves to be all that nerdy, hearing mm. the news that Stan Lee has died kind of affected them in a, a little way. In that, like, oh. Oh wow! Like, oh my God, Stan Lee's gone. Yeah. Like, I'm not gonna see him in the next comic book movie, kind of thing. Yeah. So, no, for sure. So I listen Stan. to Sorry, American football podcasts um, all the time, and there are so many American footballers that you would assume to be jocks that are paying homage to Stan Lee. You're like, you're a football player. You shouldn't know who Stan Lee is, but so many do. It's mental. Yeah. Okay, guys, it's time to move on to our debate. A little less sombre, a little less respectful, and a bit more random. So this is Devil's Advocate. That was a cracking introduction. I love that. Devil's Advocate. So welcome to Devil's Advocate, guys. This is where we debate stuff we don't really believe in, and you got to decide who you think is the better debater, the master debater, if you will. Now, today we will be debating... If a hot dog is or is not a sandwich, I vote no, it is not a sandwich. Andrew believes 
It is a sandwich. It's 100% a sandwich. Hot dogs are sandwiches because hot dogs are meat between bread. And that is the definition of a sandwich. Anything between bread is a sandwich. Just because it is some sort of meat in an oblong shape between a bread that isn't fully cut all the way through doesn't mean it's not a sandwich. Hot dogs are sandwiches. They're just meat between bread. And that is the definition of a sandwich. That is my sandwich argument. So, a hot dog is not a sandwich. The actual definition of a sandwich is an item of food consisting of two pieces of bread with a filling between them. So, a hot dog is in fact one bun with the sausage inside that one bun. So, therefore, it is not a sandwich. (coughs) Okay, but is a bun not made of bread? Therefore, meat between bun is the same as meat between bread. Therefore, hot dogs are sandwiches. Because you put it between a bun. A bun is just a technical term for bread. That's all it is. It's all still bread. It's all still one sandwich. It's a sandwich. I'm done. So, again, I'm not saying a bun is not bread. It is definitely bread. However, it's one bit of bread. You cut it, not in half. You cut a slot in it, and you put the sausage inside that slot. It still remains one slice of bread. It is not a sandwich, because a sandwich is two separate pieces of bread connected with the meat inside it. Whereas a hot dog is one solid piece of bread with meat inside it. Therefore, not a sandwich. Okay. A sandwich is what you make a sandwich out of. You Like, one, one slice of bread cut in half, put on top of each other, still makes it a sandwich. It doesn't have to be two separate anythings. Sandwich is two pieces of bread meeting together. It could be the same piece of bread. Might not be the same piece of bread. The point is, this piece of bread cupping some meat. A hot dog is is a dead pig-like thing that is cupped in bread. That is a definition of like a ham sandwich. A hot dog is a sandwich. A hot dog is a sandwich. (laughs) Uh, A hot dog is not a sandwich because, as he's just said again, it's two pieces of bread, be it from the same loaf or not, connected with the meat inside it. He even said it, a hot dog is cupped. Therefore, there's no separation of the bread. It is one slice of meat bread with one bit of meat inside <laughs> it. A hot dog cannot therefore be a sandwich. It's impossible. You don't cut... Who's Who cuts the entire bun in half and then puts the sausage inside? You wouldn't because the sausage would fall out. That's why it's a hot dog, not a sandwich because you can't have a sausage sandwich without cutting the fucking sausage in half. It's impossible. Sausages are round. They don't stay in place. They roll. So hot dogs needed to be specially made and that is why it's a hot dog, not a sandwich. Guys, uh, obviously this was the dumbest debate we've ever had. Yeah. (laughs) Who gives a fuck? (laughs) Nope. I think but, they gave up after the first round, but I think we did well. It's three in the morning for Andrew. We can't be doing a serious debate. So that was what we gave you. 
hopefully you enjoyed that debate. Let's let's move on, Andrew. Cool. Um, to our our next set of homework. My homework for you is to watch Blue Mountain State. It is an American football comedy program. Anything else to say about it? It's funny. <laughs> no. <Nah. laughs> I I honestly I saw an advert for it. So me and Ree went to Oslo in Norway. We saw an advert for this TV show, and we thought it would be the biggest piece of shit we ever saw. Then we ended up watching like six episodes, just because it's so good. It's just like it's just basically teen comedy, American football. Like jocks are jocks in it, but they're dicks. It just uh, it just works really well. Uh, I am asking you, sir, to watch Dragon Ball Z abridged. I want you to watch the first season at least. Okay. You should find it on YouTube on Team Four Stars channel. Now, I will admit to you that the first season might feel a little aged because it is quite old. Um, okay. <laughs> It's been a while since it started. You recently kind of watched Dragon Ball with Rhiannon, right? Mm, yeah, sort of half. She's yeah. watching it, and I just walk in and mock it, mostly. Yeah. So, they created an accurate retelling of the show. More condensed, but with also some things that obviously nothing to do with the show itself, because they, they add them in for comedic purposes it is for a dragon ball fan very good to watch because like i say dragon ball sometimes can have a lot of fluff yeah so it's nice to watch it but it's also got the comedy aspect of it as well Uh, so some of the comedy you might not get because you haven't watched dragon ball so it might not necessarily make a lot of sense but as you're watching it with re she'll probably laugh and explain (laughs) it to you and you might find it funny yeah some of it's just funny in general I think it's been going on now for 10 years and this is a YouTube thing. Like they get no money out of it, but they've become massively successful because of it. Um, And they've recently just finished the Cell Saga, um, which means they're they're about... That's Rihanna's favourites, so... Yeah, they're about three quarters through the anime. It's a fun show and I hope you like it. I'd, I'd prefer if you could watch the first season. Most episodes are no longer than 10 minutes long, so you shouldn't struggle yeah. to watch them. If you, you know, can just watch them while you're in the shitter. send me a link, that'd be grand, please. All right, guys. We just want to say once again, thank you, Stan Lee, for all you've done for us. We probably wouldn't even have a podcast because, you know... Yeah, Kevin if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have probably ever spoken probably not. to each other. Although you got hired because you wore a Batman belt, so more Jack Kirby. Yeah, apparently. I also found out that I got the place that I live in now because I had a Zelda tattoo. That's what put me apart from the rest of the people looking at this flat that I now live in. But, yeah, if it wasn't for Stan Lee, neither of those would probably be. Yes, yeah. pop culture tattoos, yeah, and things like that. You know, he, yeah. he created what we live in, and we're we're sorry to see him gone. But he lived an amazing life, and for sure, you know, he lived a long life. Ninety five. So thankfully, as he well. wasn't taken too soon. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the show today. We're sorry for failing to release an episode and not having anything else to put up 
in the meanwhile. Uh, so we're planning on releasing the first five of our debates out into one episode. And we might start doing the best of our videos, our videos of, of our podcast, mm. of the, the original podcast. So you can, if you don't want to listen to them in their entirety, which, you know, fair enough, um, you can listen to them just the best bits that we think existed. You'll find, hopefully as well soon, all of our debates on YouTube. So go on there and comment and vote. Vote on, like, if you're on iTunes, guys, on the comment, vote who you think won the debate each episode, you know? That, that'd be good. You know, do it for us as well. Make some noise. Uh, give us some attention so that we can record at better hours because we don't have jobs holding us down and Andrew don't have to stay up until four in the morning, you know? Help us help you, you know? By yes, commenting, mate, it is. sharing, liking, subscribing. 20 to 4 in the morning that I'm doing this shit for you people, so... Exactly. So love me help help andrew please you can find me on instagram my name is supercalifragilistic not expialidocious just supercalifragilistic i'm not pretentious like that you can find my youtube channel drop the pad on you guessed it vimeo i'm joking it's on youtube please don't go on vimeo please go on youtube drop the pad uh you can actually find beard in the semi also on YouTube, you'll find some of our first episodes on there, and soon our debates. You can find us on Facebook. Facebook is Facebook forward slash Beard in the Semi. You can find us on Anchor, although why, you know, you're already listening to us, so, but if you do, it's what, anchor.fm forward slash Beard in the Semi. You can go on our website. Andrew, what's the website? daredevil.co.uk forward slash podcast. And then on that website, you'll find all our other links. Andrew, do you have any way of people getting in contact with you personally? Yeah, you can get me via twitter.com forward slash Do you even have Twitter Andrew James. on your I, d- I, I don't, honestly, I don't. There's no way of getting <laughs> in touch with me. I just, I have it so that I can say something. That's the sole reason that I have it. That's That's all for today, guys. We'll see you again soon. Well, we won't. We never see you. You'll hear us. Bye. Bye. David. David. Oh, David. David, when you show up, I think shit is going to go down. Oh, David. At some point, you're going to come back to your phone, and I am going to realize that you know that I know you are there. Are you back? I am back. All right. Fair enough. Uh, who's your next?